0: Morning Crypto. Good morning, Warriors. Hello, and welcome back to another episode of your favorite crypto news channel, Good Morning Crypto, where we bring you the most relevant and impactful crypto-related topics from the top crypto research team in the world. I'm your host, Abs, joined by several of my friends this morning. We have the top crypto researcher on the planet. Also known as the shock jock of the XRP army, Mr. Johnny Crypto is joining us on this beautiful Wednesday. An XRP whale and proud supporter of the 3T Diamond Hands community, Jackie the Crypto Juggernaut is here to inform our listeners. And today is a very special day because we have a very special guest, the queen of the XRP army and the latest influencer to join the Merlin community, XRP Jenna is joining us to tell our listeners the latest updates in the NFT and crypto space. So very excited for everyone. Today on Good Morning Crypto, we'll be discussing a bill to fully integrate digital assets is proposed. Taking the power away from the SEC, we talk about the pros and cons of government regulation. Jeremy Hogan shares a huge update from the Ripple XRP case as the SEC states they were providing market guidance through the William Hinman speech. Is this the beginning of the end for the SEC? Chainlink now allows staking rewards earning up to 9% using their new protocols as PayPal continues to pave the way for retail investors, now allowing users to transfer to external wallets. And Grayscale, adds a former Obama lawyer doubling down on their efforts to own the first spot Bitcoin ETF in the United States, we prepare our listeners for the bull run of a lifetime. Our show is available on your favorite podcast platforms like Spotify and Apple Music, and for those of you listening via podcast, our show is live on YouTube Monday through Friday, 11 a.m. Eastern, at the Three T Warrior Academy channel. So, I almost ran out of breath during that introduction. Johnny Crypto, why don't you let me catch my breath here? How are you feeling on this Wednesday?
1: Oh, baby, I'm feeling great. Good morning, everybody. How are you today? Hopefully, all the Warrior Maniacs are doing great out there. I don't know why my I'm, like, I'm getting all excited. My backdrop's not working. Everything's all crazy. I've been so super excited for this day. I didn't really sleep. I didn't sleep well last night. I was so excited. Because finally, it's not a sausage fest. We got a lot of estrogen in the room. Two of the most beautiful women in crypto on this show. Oh, man, I'm excited, baby. I can't wait to get started.
0: That's awesome, Johnny. I totally agree with you. And Jenna, we're going to skip you and go to XRP. I'm Sorry, not XRP. Jenna, we're going to go to Jackie here. Jackie, how are you feeling on this Wednesday? And thank you for joining
2: us. Jenna. I'm so grateful that you're here. I finally have a new nickname. Call me XRP Jackie. No, no I love it. I'm so happy um, to be on the show today, guys. I'm happy to have another woman here on the channel. Uh, I'm excited. I'm going to learn a lot from her. So I'm excited to listen and learn myself.
0: Yes. And we have so much amazing content planned for you guys. We got regulation talks. We got XRP talk. So we brought the perfect guest for today. XRP Jenna's in the building. What's up, XRP Jenna? And how are you feeling on this Wednesday?
3: I am feeling freaking awesome. I'm super excited to finally meet Jackie. And, you know, I'm glad that I'm able to break up the sausage fest. Um, but so many awesome topics to talk about today. I can't wait to get
0: into it. Thanks for having me.
1: Hey, by anybody, the way, we're, we're glad to. 100%, <laughs>
0: Johnny. Anybody who's interested in crypto, it's just part of the game. So we're switching it up here and we'll start this thing off the same way we always do by showing you guys our Twitter account. At 3TGM Crypto on Twitter, you get access to our entire team. We host lives every single Monday and every single Thursday. Go smash that follow button, tweet at us. We love talking to you guys. The Bitcoin fear and Greed index is slowly climbing Johnny Crypto, still sitting in extreme fear, a possible time for accumulation. But let's get into the really interesting stuff this morning. We are sitting at $1.24 trillion in global market cap. They've kicked me out of my coin market cap account, so I'm having a hard time <laughs> seeing my registered coins, but... We are sitting at $1.24 trillion in global market cap. Bitcoin is sitting at 46% dominance. Ethereum is 17%. Bitcoin is slowly climbing and holding that $30,000 price, sitting at $30,400 this morning. Ethereum, 1800 flat. We got XRP at $0.40. Cents. Cardano, there's so much opportunity within Cardano, and we're going to dive into that a little bit this episode. But anybody who didn't catch our deep dive yesterday, please go check out that content. We show you the game and why institutions are loading up on Cardano. But we'll continue with our regular coins. We got Avalanche at $24, Kronos at $0.17, Chainlink still below $10, and Stellar at $0.14 here this morning. Johnny Crypto, what are you watching today, and how do you feel about the markets overall? You think we're going to continue bearish?
1: Yeah, I think we're going to see, you know, I've been saying we're going to go sideways, I think, till July. I think we're just going to kind of, and I love it. I love this moment right now, because for me right now, you know what I say, right? When we see fear, I see buy. So I've been like slowly dollar cost averaging in. I needed to stay down here for about another month. So each week, I'm just going to continue to load up, get into it. You know, obviously we got some people that are attracted to XRP, but apparently not as much as they're attracted to Jetta. So they may, they (laughs) the dominant Doge might be dumping some of his XRP. That's freaking awesome. But uh, I will be buying, you know, well, my XRP bags are pretty full, but I'm loving this sideways action. You can't ask. For a better pause moment in time where where things are off their mark by 60, 70, 80% to be able to buy this stuff. Abs, we were just talking pre-show. You're buying stuff almost at the price you bought it a year and a half ago, right? So <clears throat> it's an opportunity now to learn from a year ago what we didn't know then we know now uh, as to what we should get in and what we shouldn't get in. And now half the stuff's on sale. So now it's a great time. I love this time right now. So Jenna,
0: we actually covered an article earlier this week from a developer on AVAX who talked about how most of these pullbacks, it's just a macroeconomic issue and not a cryptocurrency issue. We got projects like Avalanche that are on 80% pullbacks, Quant on on a 75% pullback. There's so many opportunities throughout the market, but what are some of the projects that catch your eye? (laughs) All
3: of them right now at these prices. Anything with a use case and utility that's going to be around for a while, but I want to take this time and get more ADA. I'm actually looking at Chainlink more <laughs> because of what we have um, coming up, the article we talked about that um, has the staking and everything like that. Um, but I love all the prices on XLM. I feel like I have enough XRP, but I want to focus on anything that I can stake. But literally anything we buy right now is going to be a good buy as long as it's a good project. And this is what we're going to see. Anybody that's building, you know, pay attention to, pay attention to everything that they're doing and DeFi protocols, all that.
0: And one of the best things you can do in a time like this is utilize some of the Freeway products that we're using, which is a product called Freeway. Sorry, I had a Freudian slip there. But what happens is you're able to earn on your income during a bear market without actually not using new income to enter the market. It's the best thing you can do during times like this. And there's plenty of platforms that allow for you to do that. You can earn on your AVAX, earn on your Algorand, earn on your Cosmos. But Jackie, I'd love to hear from you. What are some of the projects that you've been watching? And I know you've been a huge advocate of Solana. What are you doing there? How are you approaching that project?
2: Yeah, I'm looking honestly, I'm placing my bets on a lot or a, a lot of um layer ones. So Solana, layer one blockchains, you know, um, those, those obviously huge niche in the space. Um, definitely a ton of utility there because everything's being built on them. Um, and then layer twos, those are a big focus of mine here when we come into the bear market. Just a lot of stuff that's going to be sticking around. I know we had some big news come out, I think yesterday with, with Polygon as well. So those are definitely ones that are catching my eye, especially when we go into the bear market. We've seen what these projects do. Um you know, a lot of the development that they had undergone over the past year and a half. And there's a lot of them that we definitely believe are sticking around. So that's where I'm going to place most of my bets and then maybe get a little degen, you know, as we get closer to the end of the year, throw some stuff, you know, in a few smaller bags, but, but yeah, that's, that's my plan right now.
0: (laughs) You're spot on Jackie. And what we're showing on the chart now we're showing a 12 year chart of Bitcoin and what I t- what typically stands out to me is every single time we get a 60, 70 80 percent pullback on the price chart, that's viewed as an ideal buying opportunity. I'd love to hear from Jenna Jenna, what are you anticipating from the market as a whole? Clearly we're in some sort of a bearish trend and we're testing a long-term support. Do you think we're going to go bullish or what are you watching?
3: Uh, I If we do, I don't think it's until the end of towards the end of the year or the fall. I think definitely throughout the summer and everything it's still going to be pretty bloody um great buying opportunities and everything so get it in now but i I don't think we're gonna get bullish anytime soon
0: i completely agree and we've been saying that we don't anticipate any bullish price action until at least november of this year when we get past midterm uh elections in the united states somebody said go into a bear market we've been in one i totally agree we've been talking about this on our channel for quite a while now bitcoin's all-time high of sixty-nine thousand. we are 65 percent down from that price johnny crypto what catches your attention
1: Well, the, yeah, that could be good if I move. Well, the first thing that catches my attention is I don't understand why people think I could be their grandpa. I'm just not understand. I don't even have grandkids. My kids are barely old. They're still in school, for heaven's sakes, so almighty. But uh, in terms of the uh, the overall trend, I mean, at the end of the day, everybody talks about how we're, we're in a beer market. And I kind of laugh because when if you pull that chart back up again, pull, pull that chart back up again, and what you'll see there is we're actually – in a bull market, right? If you zoom out, you see here on a a 12-year trend line, we're we're actually, this thing's as bullish as it can be, right? Now, I get that as we go through these phases, these bubbles, as they've got circled there, it feels like we're going through a bearish market because we're just zooming and being myopic and focusing in on one area. And so right now, it feels bearish. But if you look at that chart, it's telling you it's screaming buy, 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 right? And it's, you want to be buying on that trend line. Now, if we break that trend line and we go downwards and we start going significant, that's a bear market, right? And we- <laughs> Yo, that's a great tune, whether it's 70s, 80s, or 90s. Anybody
0: but- who doesn't know Johnny Crypto, he's got a different ringtone in his phone for every single contact. So listen, he's a very thoughtful guy, and that continues into the crypto market.
1: That's how you know whether you want to accept or send them the voicemail. But anyway, that's another trick. Johnny, real
0: quick, before I kick it back to you here, what catches my attention is typically when we touch this trend line, we range right along that continued momentum for a long period of time. We'll get 8, 10, 12 months of trading right along this trend line. So we're not anticipating any explosive price action. We're not saying there's going to be a bull run anytime soon, but it seems that
1: we've reached a relative bottom. What are some of your thoughts? Yeah, I mean, this is exactly where I was going, right? We are sitting there. It's screaming by this. If you look at this chart and you said to me, "Okay, when should I be buying? You should buy whenever it's touching the freaking trend line. And right now, guess what, guys? It's touching the guy. It's touching the goddamn trend line. You can't ask for a better time to be buying than right freaking now. But you know how it works. Everything's emotion, right? We all work on emotion. We plan emotion. So every single oh, one Bear Mark, oh my God, everybody's running for the hills, this and that, and they're scared and there's blood in the street. Yeah, that's when you're supposed to be buying. And here at the academy, we've trained ourselves. We went through mindset training, thanks to Coach JV in the academy. We've learned not to panic, not to run, not to jump shift, don't walk the plank. No, go to the bank, find all the shit in your house that you don't want, scoop it all up, sell the shit, Plant it, get rid of it. I sold the cat yesterday. I'm going to be buying some more quant tomorrow and start buying what you can and buy now. And then smash that like button, folks. We have 158 people and we don't even have 50 likes. Come on, guys. Smash that soul bitch. hundred percent, Johnny. And we're going to continue bringing you the most relevant and
0: impactful crypto related topics. But we couldn't continue our articles without showing you a tweet from the United States president this morning. Johnny Crypto, I'd love to get some comments and then we'll kick it to XRP Jenna here. The United States president said the fact is America is in a stronger economic position today than just about any other country in the world. Independent experts have even projected that the U.S. economy could grow faster than China's economy this year, and that hasn't happened since 1976. I think this is extremely misleading. We're getting about $5 gas prices all over the place in America. Johnny Crypto, what are your thoughts on inflation and is this a misdirection? What the heck is going
1: on here? Well, first of all, he doesn't know. He don't even know he's president, all right? So forget him and anything he says. It doesn't even matter. It's completely a bunch of horse bullshit. None of this stuff. He it doesn't, it doesn't, it doesn't have a clue. He's just a puppet. He reads off a teleprompter, just like the rest of them do, and they tell us whatever they're told to tell us, right? But let's look at reality. Go to the gas pump. Freaking almost $6, depending on where you live. Like five fifty. I feel the gas. It cost 80 bucks. I almost had a heart attack the other day. You know how many XRP that is? So... You know, the, yeah, we've got inflation happening. It's coming. We're going to feel the pain of it because they flooded the market. Now they're going to pull it out. We're going to feel recession. You know, the fact that he's sitting here, this clown, is saying we're growing faster than China's economy, he knows that's a bunch of horse bullshit. We all know that China is going to be the next world power. We all, you know, anybody saw the Ray down video, it's pretty obviously the U.S. is at the end of its world run, at, at, at the end of its run as the world reserve currency, and now you're going to see a shift off of that to either the Chinese one or maybe a basket of currencies instead. So there ain't no, our economy is not growing faster than China's. Um, I think at the end of the day, remember China feeds the whole world, China manufactures for the whole world. We don't manufacture for nobody. Our economy was feeding China's for a long time. We made China the most powerful global economy in the world so they can establish their manufacturing. And now the rest of the world feeds off of that. So now imagine, you got the whole world feeding off of China and us feeding China. How are we going to be the biggest economy? No, makes no sense.
0: Jenna, I have some comments of my own, but I'd love to hear from you first. What's going through your mind
1: when you see this tweet?
3: <laughs> I think that he's absolutely full of shit. <laughs> um, the economy sucks right now, and I think we're headed to a recession. I mean, yeah, go look at the gas prices. I was just a grocery store. It cost me what costed me 80 now costs me $100. It's all around us, and it's going to get worse before it gets better. And I honestly believe that this is all by design, most of it. I think that we are in the middle of the Great Reset and the greatest redistribution of wealth, and that this is all part of it. But I think he's full of shit.
0: So, Jack, we always talk about how this is the greatest time to be alive, especially if you're trying to create generational wealth. And I think that a recession actually is a benefit to people like us, Who have the right mindset when we see something like this approaching? Are we putting cash on the sidelines ready to accumulate these assets at a discount price? But I want to give you a heads up. You're melting hearts out there. We're getting tons of comments about your smile, Jackie. So I don't know what's going on with this episode today, but it's a ladies' Central episode. Jackie, what's on your mind?
2: What's that song? Sarah smiles or Jackie smiles. Can someone sing that for me?
0: <laughs> I, don't, I don't know the song. I would sing it, but I, don't no. know the song.
2: <laughs> I can't even remember where that's from. Um, I know that I, actually, when you were saying that abs is funny. Um, you know, everyone says this is the greatest time to be alive, which I totally believe it is, but it totally depends on your mindset, right? A lot of people look at the gas pump prices, like Johnny was saying, and know people are full of fear right now and i don't blame anyone for that because my gosh yeah prices are insane i paid a dollar for an apple at the grocery store the other day and it was one i just ran in and ran out because i was going somewhere and i bought the apple and i was like a dollar for you know they've got the they've got the price per pound and everything like that it's just insane like everything's going up So much, but it doesn't hit you. You know, we're kind of starting to get in that phase where it's starting to hit people and they're starting to realize. And yeah, there's a lot of like, there's a lot of intensity and like fear growing in the air. But that's, that's, you know, what I want to wrap right back around into. It's so good being in this space, whether, you know, whether you're just in the crypto space in general, um, because you know, all of us are so like minded, but we all have our eyes open to what's actually going on. But especially, you know, not only the crypto space, but especially the Academy, you know, because there's our there there are, you know, those in the crypto space where it is all just about the money. And you know, now that we're in a bear market, you're starting to see that those cat claws come out. And so there's a lot of negativity in the world all around, you know, so that's, that's why it is such so extra, you know, Such a positive environment to be within the 3T Academy, having connections like like Jenna and people that are like minded that are able to hold each other up and, you know, be like, no, man, this is the time to buckle down and buy, you know, then in a year or so, you're actually going to be thinking yourself looking back and saying, like, even through the hardest times, that was that was the golden golden period.
0: Yeah, Jackie. And and when I look at what we're going through now, we always talked about how we want blood in the streets so we can accumulate these assets. Now we get blood in the streets and everyone's too scared to enter the market. It's the exact opposite of what we want retail to be doing right now. But what really catches my attention about what you said is that regulation, it's a good thing, right? We always talk about how a lot of these projects are going to collapse and it's going to be devastating. Tons of people are going to lose money in the process, but there will be some golden eggs. And I think we've identified several of them on our channel Jenna, I'd love to hear from you before we continue with our articles. We have 176 live listeners out there. Show us some love. Smash that like button. All social medias are linked below. And if you're looking for an influencer with over 25,000 followers on Twitter, well, that would be XRP Jenna, and the floor is yours. Don't worry. It's the, just mute the, mute button. Button. the mute button kills everybody.
3: What was the question? I was reading the comments.
0: <laughs> oh, don't worry, we got it all. Okay, time. so the question was, what are some gems you see in this bear market today?
3: Oh shit. Guys, everything. Like I said, um go with a talk Wednesday some ada some wtk some of course xrp xlm xdc um, i like all of those and now i'm into like a lot more nft projects so i'm starting to look at those and ones that i can stake like if you're on the xrpl i love board apes because you can stake them get your passive income get those bananas there is like StakeX x that you can use if you already hold tokens those are a little bit more high risk you have to you know it has to be your game you've got to know what to watch and look for um but yeah. And chain link. I'm looking at that, but literally everything in the top 50, if you just look at those. I'm not looking at Luna. I'll tell you that. I'm not looking at the next one. I'm not looking at strong. I are you think. looking at,
0: are you looking at Solana? That's my question. You
3: no, know I like Solana. I do. And I think it's early. Um, still it's just such a baby, you know, and they have to work through and go through their growing pains and everything, but I am not scared of Solana. I just, it's early. I like Solana.
0: Awesome. Guys, I'll do my best not to get tongue-tied. I'm a little bit distracted on this episode, but that wouldn't stop me from showing up and giving my best effort today. We have some amazing content for you guys. Johnny, you keep distracting me with these comments. We're going to show you a video of Jeremy Hogan identifying a massive mistake that the SEC made yesterday by telling them the SEC came out and said that they are going to be giving market guidance. And the William Hinman speech was speaking for the SEC, but we'll get some comments from our group. Here we go. It's
4: probably not really possible to even win. so what did she end up saying? Now first, when the judge was trying to lock the SEC attorney down on what the SEC's position is, the judge asked, is the SEC taking the position now that the speech reflected the Division of Corporate Finance's position? And the SEC attorney said, yes. Now, she tried to equivocate a little bit after that. But the first and the direct answer was yes. And even worse, towards the end of the hearing, when the argument had turned to policy versus legal guidance, the SEC attorney actually said this, listen to this, quote, the purpose of the speech was to provide market guidance on how the SEC would treat digital assets.
0: I'm going to play that one more time. We're going to go back five seconds here, and then we'll start off with Johnny Crypto and go to XRP Jenna.
4: Market guidance on how the SEC would treat some of this, quote, the purpose of the speech was to provide market guidance on how the SEC would treat digital assets.
0: So basically, the SEC just admitted that the William Hinman speech was supposed to be regarded as market guidance. Yet the SEC is suing Ripple for selling unregistered securities. Johnny Crypto, the floor is yours.
1: I mean, holy fucking boom! That's it. It's done. It's game over. It's done. That desk, you want to talk about a smoking gun? Are you freaking kidding? They literally just came out. I don't know if anybody understands what he just said. They literally, <laughs> the SEC just came out. It said, I don't know what the hell's going on with my camera. I got all excited over here, so I'll focus. They literally, now it's even worse. They literally said, yeah, they told the judge that <laughs> we were giving him guidance for whatever he should say because it was going to represent, tell the market what the agency believes, okay? Okay, so now let's go back and look at what. So, so you understand there. That means we're telling him under the precedence or under the guidance that whatever he says represents what the agency believes. And then he went out and said <laughs> that certain these coins are not securities. So basically the SEC, by default, through Hinman, is saying, I think it was Ether at the time or whatever he was talking about, is not a security. And yet we all know XRP did exactly, or Ripple did exactly what, what Ether did. So if Ether is not a security, then XRP is a security. So pretty much they just say, like, like, that's like taking a gun, Loading it up and then shooting yourself in the foot. I don't know what the the is doing. I it's comical. This is like you know, this is like a Borat movie. I'm so confused right now. I, I don't get it. I don't know why this case isn't over. And instead all we continue to see is delay, delay, delay when we know the SEC has not even now they shot the other foot off. Now they have no legs to stand on anymore. I'm so confused. I, I just don't get it. But and you want to talk about a smoking gun, holy crap, it's right there in, in their own words. Right out the horse's mouth. XRP, Jenna, this gets me really excited because Gary Gensler always
0: says justice delayed is justice denied. And that's exactly what Ripple's going through now. But it seems like we're getting some light at the end of the tunnel. The SEC made a huge misstep here because now Ripple can now use the William Hinman speech as guidance for what they were doing. So what are some of your thoughts, Jenna?
3: Sure, 100%. I mean, Johnny pretty much took it out of my mouth. Literally, the SEC has backed themselves into a corner. Um, initially, they were saying that him and speech was opinion, and now it's market guidance, like make up your mind. And I think that, you know, um, Judge Netburn is extremely intelligent. And, you know, they've definitely backed themselves into a corner. So I think that that was a huge win for um, Ripley yesterday. And the things look really good. But as Jeremy said, you know, it's it's not going to end anytime soon. And like we were talking pre-show, you know, this could go on for a little bit, you know, maybe six months, who knows? We don't know, but at least we know what we hold, but everything's looking really good.
0: And it gets even more nefarious, Jenna. So while Bill Hinman was working at the SEC, he previously worked at JP Morgan's law firm for a decade. Then JP Morgan was paying him 25 times his SEC salary, and he was exempt from JP Morgan's blockchain from the SEC regulation. So JP Morgan was able to abide by a separate set of rules than the rest of the market. Then he prepared a lawsuit against J.P. Morgan's main competitor, Ripple, and returned to J.P. Morgan's law firm after the lawsuit was filed. So we see tons of nefarious activity here. Jackie, what's going through your mind?
2: I just wonder what 25 times his SEC salary was from J.P. Morgan is. What's going through my mind, man? My gosh, I just... Yeah, how do you? And that's what I love about you know when we look in when we dive deeper and find out these different connections because holy cow when you catch people in something like this it's it's pretty funny. Um, so yeah, it's all about the dollar. People are put into place um, for specific reasons, and and he definitely was getting a big paycheck, you know, in favor of J.P. Morgan. So we see a lot of. You know this this nefarious activity going on and then it's it's nice to be able to uncover it to be honest like i'm grateful i'm grateful we find it out right um just so that we can maneuver and do what we can um but yeah this definitely you know every time finding out information like this it totally solidifies in box how i feel about xrp about this case you know and where we're going yeah it's going to be drawn out um to get whatever done they need to get done um but I'm holding on, you know, nothing, nothing will shake me out after finding out information like that.
0: You're spot on Jackie. And what gets me a little bit agitated here is that they're allowed to come from a certain law firm, go to the SEC, promote certain narratives, retire and go back to the exact same law firm. So whose interest do you think they're representing? Well, they're going to represent the people who are putting 25 times the amount of money in their pocket. Johnny crypto. I want to hear some comments.
1: Well, First of all, I, so I think I tweeted this or texted it to you guys today. The reality is this. This XRP case will end when J.P. Morgan decides it's going to end. If you guys haven't figured it out by now, I'll tell you the damn secret. J.P. Morgan is behind the SEC. They're telling them what to do, obviously. It's obvious at this point, right, that they went in there. They stopped their competitor. J.P. Morgan is developing their own coin. We know it's called quorum by the consensus group or, you know, somewhere in that whole quorum consensus activity that's going on, right? XRP was so far ahead of them. Maybe they decided not to use XRP. They've got their own thing going. And it feels to me, again, my opinion, that J.P. Morgan is calling the shots behind the scenes, telling them, hey, keep this thing going, delay this thing as long as we can, slow down the development activity in the U.S. for, for Ripple. Ripple's still activating and operating throughout the rest of the country, but obviously not in the U.S. Uh, Brad, Brad actually admitted that it's, it's hurt them in the U.S. No surprise. And when J.P. Morgan has their coin ready, they're going to tell the SEC, all right, end this thing, settle it. And then you'll see a settlement case. Now, you'll never know that's happening behind the scenes. But personally, I believe that's what's happening. And you saw today the SEC came out and said now, oh, now they want to pull in 2,000 XRP holders and, and talk to them. That's going to drag this thing out to like 2037. Then I will be a grandpa by that age. Holy shit. It
0: makes me nervous, Johnny. I'm seriously considering the fact that we could be in 2024 in the exact same situation we are today, talking about how there's light at the end of the tunnel in 2025. I don't know when we're going to get an end to these conversations, but there is some optimism here. So it's exciting to see. And it's actually exciting to see that regular investors like us are getting more informed about how nefarious the SEC is. We showed an article last week talking about how Gary Gensler, Mike Novengratz, and Joseph Lubin all worked together in 1999 on the development of digital assets. So when they come out and they say they don't understand this technology yet, I wouldn't go as far as to say it's a lie, but it's definitely a lie. Jenna, what are some of your thoughts?
3: Can you come back to me on that one, Abs? I got distracted again. I'm so into a I was talking to Johnny in the back about this quorum because I wanted to know if normal people were able to buy it. And he says, heck no. And you know what? That really pisses me off. They are shady. They are shady, shady people. And not it's not yet. the
0: first time they've they've financially not allowed us to get into opportunities like this. We actually covered a fund, Johnny, I'd love to hear you talk about this, the Medallion Fund, right? You have to know somebody who's involved in this fund. And since 1982, they've given an annual return of 70%. During the 2020 crash, they gave a 75% annual return. And during 2008, they gave a 75% annual return. So they clearly know what to do to hedge against market crashes and market recessions. But Johnny Crypto... How do you feel about the SEC continuing to price out retail investors like us and not allow us to take advantage of this really, really unique time?
1: Well, uh, first of all, we all know the SEC is a bunch of snake rat weasels, right? They're not here to protect you. Don't think it is, Jackie. We love that smile. I want to see that more often. But we know, we know that, <laughs> we know that they're not here to protect us. So wipe that out your head. All those three letter agencies—I'm not going to say name. All them three letter agency numbers are not here to protect us. All right? you think they are? It looks like it, but no, they're here because if they were, then we would not be in this mess, right? The SEC would have. This lawsuit wouldn't have even existed if the SEC was here for that. They would have gone after Ether much earlier on, and they would have said, hey, let's do right by the people. That's not not what's going on here. It's a bunch of buddies. I told you already. Go watch yours, Carlin, and, and Godfather Movie, and you know what's going on here. Carlin told you. It's one big club, and you and I ain't in it. And number two... Once that club's put together, the you know the Godfather, they show you how all those guys work together behind the five families got together. Instead of killing each other, they work together to screw the people, and that's what's really happening, right? So now, in terms of what was your question again? Sorry, I'm told the Jedi, you know, I, forgot hey, I
0: honestly forget my question. I was listening to your mafia talk there. I should be taking notes and learning lessons. This <laughs> is so no, That's I to school, baby. It's mafia 101, on
1: one, right I'm Spot on, Johnny. Deals. I
0: do want to go to XRP Jenna really quick before we close out our XRP talk. Jenna, we always cover that XRP is diving into NFTs. They're diving into smart contracts and we're yet to see any of that value be utilized on their blockchain. What do you think can happen in the coming months as we see more and more NFTs switch away from Ethereum, away from ADA and start using the XRPL? Could that lead to enterprise appreciation or not so much?
3: Um, yeah, I mean, definitely. I think so. Um, but, you know, everybody's way on XLS 20D. I know that the validators, they were voting on it and everything. And it's like, when's it going to happen? Nobody knows. That's the big mystery, right? Um, I think that that'll help. I think that there's a lot of key factors in Ripple's price in XRP going up. Um, Like ODL, just like literally everything. There's so much, but NFTs will help.
0: NFTs will help. And we have Flare Networks coming out. We are 25 days away from the supposed launch of Flare Networks. We've been waiting for this thing for about a year and a half now. And anybody who participated in that Flare Snapshot is waiting for that bag of cash to be deposited into their bank accounts. Johnny Crypto, any thoughts on the flare
1: update? Yeah, you know, so so I was tweeting this one out today, I wanted to get I wanted to get some uh, thoughts on what people thought as to whether or not they would actually make it. You know, it's the third it's third time the charm here for this one. And, uh, you know, it's pretty funny because they they kept coming out and saying, yeah, we're going to do this thing. Yeah, we're going to do it. (laughs) People putting out memes like it's been 84 years or you got people with skeletons just waiting (laughs) patiently for this thing to come. Um, but, But I honestly do believe if Flair wants to save any credibility, they really need to deliver on this third time. So, um, I hope they come out. The thing that makes you wonder what's going on here is we know that they're very, very connected to XRP. In fact, Ripple, uh, a division of Ripple Labs, I forgot the actual division, it might have actually been Ripple Labs, <clears throat> put I think about 12 or 15% are invested that into Flare, Flare to develop this thing for them. Not for them, but with them. So, there's a big element of the Flare network is is connected to. XRP and there'll be a lot of utility using XRP. So I know everybody and their mother who has XRP is waiting for this thing to come out. I I hope they do too. The one thing that makes me wonder or makes me think that maybe they won't. Well, two things. You're kinda is still in the bearish market and I wouldn't want to launch something in a bearish market. And you got the XRP lawsuit still hanging over XRP's head or Ripple's head. So for me, if it were me and I were Flair, I would launch after that lawsuit was settled. And, uh, <laughs> and i would launch at, i don't know what the who put that i would launch after xrp was settled and more in in a bullish market but that's just me uh hopefully it will launch this summer and everybody will get a chance to uh to start uh staking their flare i mean staking their uh, xrp What's exciting about right now, too, Johnny, is that there's so many bullish sentiment or
0: so many bullish scenarios that are ahead of us for Ripple XRP, whether it's the lawsuit, regulation, mass adoption, the actual use of ODL. We're seeing more and more corridors open up every single day. But we got 225 live listeners out there. Show us some love. Smash that like button. All social medias are linked down below. And if you're looking for a more deeper, fundamental understanding of the crypto market. The best place to do so with is with us at the 3T Warrior Academy. You get access to our entire team, seven weekly calls. Coach JV gives a live portfolio update every single Thursday. But we're going to continue with our articles. So today, we will continue to cover regulation as U.S. senators unveil a bill to regulate cryptocurrency. Before we dive into the article, I actually have a very powerful clip I'd love to show our listeners. This is a 50-second clip here, and then we'll get comments from XRP Jenna and Jackie.
4: No, I agree. And that's why this piece of legislation is so important and why it's so timely. Uh, Once you create basic infrastructure around these types of digital assets, where there are disclosure requirements, where they have a regulator, uh, where there's full transparency, that is going to create the safety and soundness in the market that will give other people comfort that this is a market that is here to stay. It's one that is uh, properly regulated and one... Uh, that has oversight and accountability and that's what this legislation is going to do so while many people are uncomfortable with where these digital assets are being used or offered today once a regulatory framework's put around it there will be more comfort there
0: i couldn't have said it better myself she pretty much hits on every single major point that we touch on when we talk about regulation creating a framework that makes investors comfortable they feel that they're protected and now we have the adoption that's ready to take place jenna what are some of your thoughts
3: um abs honestly like I'm this bill is super bullish I think for crypto um we needed this um it's really comprehensive and decentralization is a really big keyword and how everything is going to be regulated but it was great to see two different parties it didn't matter liberal and a republican they came together they could agree on this so i think that's great and i believe the reporting is only like two times a year so it's not too crazy but and of course i know that we'll see changes to it and everything but these are big steps this is great for us i'm not a bitcoiner but this is great
0: yeah and we're going to talk about how it takes power away from the sec and gives it back to the hands of the cftc but jackie what do you think could happen once we have a regulatory framework and we get companies like fidelity and blackrock flooding into this market are we going to see all cryptocurrencies get a massive surge in price or is it just going to be the main ones like bitcoin and ethereum
2: um having the regulatory framework i think will be you know it'll bode well for the entire market um you know just seeing the money flood in you're going to see obviously you're going to see an influx in the in the volume traded and and things like that the the entire market cap of the market in general is going to go up you know when we see that influx but i do i don't know i you know, having the regu- regulatory framework, just like she said at the end of the clip, having the regulatory framework will, you know, it'll make it a comfortable environment. You know, people will finally feel comfort in, in flooding in. But that's, that's where I kind of get a little disappointed, right? Because that's going to be retail investors. They're going to flood in at the end when it's not a profitable situation, you know? So... Already these big companies, Fidelity, Vanguard, all these companies that you're listing, they're already in the market and they they don't have a majority in their funds in the market yet. Right. But, you know, they're already kind of taking control of what's going on. They've been pushing out media articles, causing fear, causing an uncomfortable environment for retail investors right now. And so now, you know, now that we're finally getting regulation in and, you know, the media is definitely pushing that one way or the other just to just to control the the emotions of the retail investors. It it kind of makes me a little disappointed for most retail investors. Uh, yeah, a little disheartened for them because they're gonna come in at the tail end of this, right? Yep. And but it is good about- to see regulation. I am, a, I am an advocate for the regulation, you know, let's just get this ball rolling. But yeah, that, those are my thoughts. <laughs> and that's what Johnny
0: Crypto said, Jackie. He was excited about regulation coming in and he's like, I don't care how it plays out. I just wanna see some form of regulation. I actually take the opposite approach. and and nobody's right or wrong here, but my whole thought process is I'd rather see this thing go slowly and methodically, get the rules and guidelines correct, and let this market turn out to be what it really is supposed to be. Johnny Crypto, we haven't heard from you yet, but I want to read one quote from this article that really caught my attention. It said the measure would stipulate that the CFTC, not the Securities and Exchange Commission, would play the primary role in regulating crypto products, most of which the Senator said will operate like commodities. Rather than securities, this is very reassuring for somebody like me who's an XRP holder. But what catches your attention here? And is this an optimistic thing? Is it good that the CFTC is going to have control? Or have we just lost our perception? And and they're the
1: same thing as the SEC. Exactly. At the end of the day, government agencies are not here to protect you. We're just all hung up and pissed off at the SEC because the SEC is suing Ripple. If the CFTC was suing Ripple, we'd be all pissed off at the CFTC, CFTC. So it doesn't really matter. None of this, at the end of the day, what matters is that some rules are written. They're put on paper and these companies can now go ahead, follow the rules, see what the rules say, and then they can comply to the rules and we can get this party started. That's basically what this is all about. That's why I say to you, you know, you talk about going slow and methodically. No, no, no. You don't understand. These guys are going to do what they want to do to make this system so they can line their pockets. That's why, as Janet said the D's and the R's are all coming together. The reality is it's all one team. But they're basically putting this out there because somebody said it in there and they stole my thunder in the in the chat. It's because they're going to lie in their pockets. They know there's a shit ton of money to be made in this market, the big boys, the elites, the Nancy Pelosi's that go and invest and get into everything before everybody else does, right? So now the great thing is we already awoken, this group of people here at the 3T Academy and the folks on this channel and all you listeners there. Congratulations. Give yourself a pat on the back. Because you're all here early. You're all in at the right time. That's it. Don't break your arm while you do that, don't you? Be careful. Get the right form. And what you want to do is pat yourself nicely and then keep buying your bags and, and these things because, man, guys, we're in so early and some of these things are going to skyrocket. You're going to have Amazons of the world, Microsofts of the world. These things are going to take off, right? The Yahoo's of the world, right? When they were $300 or stock, These things are going to fly and there's going to be a lot of generational wealth built for folks who were in this space early. App. So I don't care what the regulation says. I don't because I can't control it. You can't control it. Jenna can't control. It. They're going to do what they want. So for me, just get the goddamn thing out there. Get it quick. And then what happens? All of that institutional money, those monster piles of money that are sitting on the sideline just waiting, they're going to start flooding into this thing. You're going to see a tsunami like you've never seen before. And, and, and generational wealth will be built. And we'll all be hanging out either on my island or Jenna's island or abs is abs they want you to be spider-man by the way in the comments i don't know if you saw that so you could actually web, you could sling yourself to my island. We'll all hang out and have a monster party together in 2025 and beyond. Why don't and, I
2: have an island? I look yeah, forward. No, to you, it.
1: Of course, you're on the island. Are you
2: kidding me? My answer, be everyone else island. has an island. <laughs> you never said Jackie's island
1: I, I know. Jack, Jackie's island, Gilligan's island. We can all have islands.
2: we, all have islands. we bring all the saying we're not gonna make it. Just say it, Johnny. No, no, you're, <laughs> gonna, you're gonna be <laughs>
1: stepping in.
2: You're gonna be stepping to the island.
3: Jackie's too private. She don't want anybody <laughs> knowing about her island. Yeah,
1: Jackie. Got at the private island,
2: John. No, I'm
0: just teasing you. <laughs> <laughs> Jenna, so just to circle back to this article really quick, what catches my attention here is we're going into an opportunity of regulation, right? And Johnny Crypto talks about creating generational wealth. Well, I think most of the wealth building opportunities that we're experiencing right now are in some of the larger DeFi projects. So I know I keep asking you what you see for golden gems, but out of the top 20, when we talk about AVAX, Solana, Polkadot, the main competitors to Ethereum, what are some of the ones that catch your eye and think will be the biggest, you know, have the largest price appreciation during this regulation and this institutional bull run
3: oh man well i love polka dot and um avax but i actually just learned about some of the nft projects and everything that are coming out on avax as well and that you can you know stake them and do all kinds of crazy things so i'm literally just learning about this stuff but i mean get in now this is the time right not when you're hearing about it later and when you can get the better rates
0: and all of these currencies had such optimistic sentiment around them back in November when they're above their all-time highs. And now that we're on it, we are in an 80% discount for the month with AVAX. And nothing has changed with the fundamentals of that project. There's still so much utility being built out. I'd love to get some closing comments from Johnny. We're giving power to the CFTC. We're going to see huge projects like AVAX, ADA, Solana. That's where the price appreciation is going to come in. We got two hundred and forty-six live listeners out there. Show us some love
1: and smash that like button while Johnny Crypto breaks down what regulation could mean for you. So basically, what it means is you are going to have companies now that uh, have to file a very small, simple form with the C- with the with the SEC through the CFTC. It's very simple. It'll just kind of capture who the board is members. So they're going to make it easy for people to create these crypto company bleh, cryptocurrency companies. Um, and, and so that's number one. So they're, so, so there's talking here, oh, they're going to force them out of the country. No, 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 no. They've made it simple enough. The filings are simple. It's, it's not complicated. So they're going to be able to, uh, keep the cryptocurrency going in the U S with a very simple form to be able to get that going. And as Jenna said, I think it's twice a year that they have to report very, very simple. So they made that easy. They don't want to force that out of there. So that'll help to get innovation going again on that side of it. They've also, I don't know if we're jumping into is there another article we're gonna talk into the brokerage or is that in this one? Uh, the grayscale brokerage? Is that right? No, you're no, about? no, no. So so one of the things that they also made simple in this bill is about a month about six months ago when this bill came out with an earlier version of it, there was talk about everybody would be a broker the way it was written. Like literally, if I sent money to Jenna through my from my wallet to her wallet, i I'd, I'd have to claim that as a broker. Which right? is clearly incorrect. It's just I, wrong. So the good news is in this bill they fixed that too. So now only brokers are going to be brokers. Now, uh, me sending money to you or you sending money to me is no longer going to be a problem. That's fixed. They've also put a limit in there which says anything under um, – it won't through U.S. Right? I'm probably, yeah, yeah, exactly. Joe's right here. So what I believe is the way they've done it, they'll, they'll make it so they keep that innovation here in the U.S. Um, so I think this is really, really good news. Now, remember, this bill isn't passed. This is a start. It's a stake in the ground, the first step. It's going to go through many iterations, and we'll see what it's like. And they're planning on pushing it out in 2023. And then obviously if they make that law, then that's when things start to happen. You'll start to see money then flooding in later on into this, which is why you want to be buying into this market. Again, not financial advice; We're not financial advisors, but this is a good time to start dollar cost averaging into things. You know, when you see something that's 80% down and the fundamentals haven't changed and the management team hasn't left and, and the technology is working and it's at an 80% discount, Jesus Christ, I don't know what to tell you. I mean, there's no better time to buy than that when, when when none of those things, when those three things haven't changed. So I think ABS is a great time to be alive. The SEC, this thing, I don't think this is a big deal at all. I think we're going to see that regulation is going to be, it's going to transform this market and skyrocket it. Johnny. And we always talk about how in 2023, that's going to be the
0: year of institutional adoption for cryptocurrencies. And we're seeing the framework for exactly that being built out right now. So we continue to stay in the forefront of a lot of this stuff. And that's exactly what we have for our next article today, which is PayPal is now enabling crypto transfers to external wallets and exchanges. This is humongous for retail investors. So this is currently available to selected US users, but the feature will be extended to all eligible US customers in the coming weeks. This feature was one of the most requested updates since the purchase of cryptocurrencies were allowed on PayPal. And now users will have full control of withdrawing their cryptocurrencies from PayPal to external wallets and other addresses. There's currently 426 million active users using the PayPal network. And this is going to open the floodgates for currencies such as Bitcoin, Ethereum, Bitcoin Cash, and Litecoin. So really hoping they bring some higher quality, higher, more powerful currencies to this network, but they're staying ahead of their competitors. Venmo, which also supports the buying and selling of cryptocurrencies, doesn't have the ability to transfer to external wallets. And Robinhood, a totally fraudulent exchange, opened this up in January and it later opened a feature that would allow 2 million more eligible users to transfer value externally. XRP Jenna, what are some of your thoughts?
3: Oh, man. Finally, right? Like we have been waiting for this with PayPal. I mean, not your keys, not your crypto. So it's about damn time that they do this. Um, I know I love to use Venmo. So I'm hoping that they will follow suit and do the same thing. Um, And thank God for this show, too. And what Jackie brought up earlier about, you know, the time that people are going to get in and retail investors, you know, it's going to be when we're all selling but hopefully you know you can even just get someone's attention and they notice that and they can start paying attention to the cycles and that's why education is so important but back to that article i'm hoping that we'll see like cash app do the same thing because i think you can buy bitcoin on there right now and just you know more cryptos but i people need to be able to hold their own crypto on a wallet and move it otherwise it's not worth buying it somewhere it's pointless
0: and Johnny, this is really exciting for me and you because now we can reach out to Jeremy and say that we'd like to collect our paychecks using Bitcoin. But Jackie, you're also going to be using Bitcoin. So what are some of your thoughts?
2: I have a lot of thoughts. I'm, I agree absolutely with XRP Jenna. I love that, um, you know, this is starting to become more mainstream. They're starting to actually incorporate, you know, the the aspects of crypto that that we all know. Um I'm laughing at Arthur's comment in the thread. Remember not long ago, Nancy Pelosi bought some PayPal stocks. Um, right on point there, Arthur. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I'm, I am a little disappointed at the collection of coins that they choose to use. Um, Bitcoin and Ethereum, that's understandable. Bitcoin Cash, Litecoin, um, eh, I don't know. Um, I, I think that that's just, you know, the first four that are always first to come, Um i'm i'm shocked dogecoin's not on there or shiba that's actually shocking to me i would have expected that but no good to see this stuff um i don't know if i would ever use it transferring crypto though um in my personal opinion i kind of like the way i do it now but i don't know we'll see we'll see as more technology gets you know developed and things like that what comes down the line
0: yeah, Johnny. And so when we talk about cryptocurrencies, the main way to build value is by creating additional use cases. And that's exactly what we have here. We have no new use cases and new exposure for retail investors. 426 million active users using PayPal. And now I'm sure a huge portion of them are going to be exposed
1: to cryptocurrency. So what catches your attention here? Well, first of all, for our WWE fans out there, I just got to say this. I'm Buff and I got the stuff. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> for for crypto Bagwell out there, holy cow, I forgot about him. That was hilarious. But, uh, you know, I think on this, for this topic here, this, I think, so we talked about this yesterday or at least tweeted it, that at the end of the day, what you're looking at here, I want you to think about this way, for the crypto industry to be built, it's like building a house. You have to have a foundation, okay? This is like the bricks going into the foundation. Having PayPal come out and say, hey, you can you can not only buy Bitcoin, but now you can actually send it. You have no idea what that does to the, the millions of people out there who, you know, everybody and their mother uses PayPal. But now when PayPal adds something like that, it brings instant credibility to something that people were kind of on fence of. Go, what is this Bitcoin? Do I trust it? Do I hey PayPal's doing it? PayPal's letting me send it. That's exactly what you want to see. And you're going to see more and more of these bricks get added to the foundation now. You're going to see Cash App doing it next, then Venmo, and everybody and their mother's going to, they have to. They have to follow PayPal. PayPal has already, they broke the mold now. People have to do it if, you know, if their competitive, competitors want to stay with it. And this is how technology evolves. Guys, I can't, I'm in the technology space. I can't tell you how exciting when I saw this article, I was like, holy shit, that's it. It's just the beginning. It's just going to continue to skyrocket. It's going to keep going. I'm just so glad we're all in it so early. And Jackie, you're absolutely right. At the end of the day, you either are somebody else's liquidity or you get to dump the liquidity. It's how it works, unfortunately. Sadly, that's how the markets work. And people, when they get in, it will be too late. But not for people listening to this show, not for anybody in the academy, and not for anybody of your friends and family that you start sharing this information that we're telling you. Start sharing it. Tell your friends, hey, you don't believe it? Go check out this this crazy Good Morning Crypto show at 11 a.m. every day Eastern. And maybe you can learn something about it. Or go check out XRP Jenna's Twitter page, right? Because that girl knows her shit. Start telling your friends to go listen to these shows and these other influencers or educators, as we like to call ourselves now. And go learn about it. Warn them. Give them a heads up of what's coming. The world is changing. And it's not too late yet. So if your friends and family aren't in yet, you have a chance to be their savior. For all you guys listening here right now, you have a chance to do exactly what Jackie did. You have a chance to prevent what Jackie said is going to happen to people who don't know. Because they're all going to come in when it's too late, when the government tells them it's okay to. And you know why the government's going to tell them it's okay to? Because all their friends could dump on them. So don't let that happen to your friends and your loved ones. Go warn them now. Bring them aware of it. Make them aware of this show. And uh, that's it.
3: You know, I just wonder with back to the PayPal, if you know how we have to send from wallet to wallet, I wonder if they're going to have any kind of like an insurance policy or something because the first time that grandma sends their Bitcoin, (laughs) to the wrong place or wallet. Like, I'm wondering if PayPal is going to have some kind of a, I don't want to say return policy, but you know what I mean?
0: Yeah, it can be really interesting what, I mean- I know that my mom and her friends just entered this market over the past year, and they've probably done a total of 20 incorrect transfers where we've had to go and reach out to exchanges and try to get a hold of those funds. So I know that's going to be an issue going forward, and I'd be really surprised they don't build something out to protect investors in that sense. Johnny, any comments? Oh, sorry. I pulled the Jenna.
1: I was reading the comments.
0: I missed it. Well, actually, I want to go into our next article. Uh, Jenna, so I have a, we have to go fast here. Ready, Johnny? So I want to get one comment from you on the next article and then we'll start off the next one with comments from Jenna. We have Grayscale fighting to start a Bitcoin ETF. Grayscale bolsters their legal team with top Obama lawyer ahead of a spot BTF decision. So Grayscale is the digital asset firm that is trying to create a Bitcoin ETF within the United States. The SEC has a deadline of July 6th to make a decision. And if they decide not to go within the United States, they're going to take this effort outside of our borders and get this thing done. Johnny Crypto, really quickly, what are some of your thoughts on what's going on here? And if they don't get it done in the United States, they're headed out of
1: here. What does that say to you? Yeah, I mean, well, it says to me that the U.S. I think the U.S. is going to prove this, right? I think we all know that right now. We are seeing regulation happening, so we know the world is moving towards the U.S. knows that Congress is serious about this now. They're taking it serious, right, the fact that we've got regulation coming. I can't imagine now that they would actually let this thing slip away. I think we will see great skills, and I like that they're putting pressure on them. I think that's a good thing. Let them go and do that. Bring this to the U.S. Everybody in the U.S. deserves this. All you guys out there who have four hundred and one Ks, I have one. I want to see my four hundred and one K offer me the option to put some money in Bitcoin. Shit, if they did, you know what? I'd probably move ninety percent of it into Bitcoin. I'd much rather have it in there than where we have it right now, abs. So I, I do believe I, I'm excited about this news. I hope that the SEC makes it makes this happen. I'm hoping that with regulation coming now, they're starting to realize, like, okay, yeah, this is coming. Let's make this. Let's let this happen. This will hope. This will open the flood. By the way, this will also another way. So not only you know when we talk about institutional buying institutions are going to buy. Then you're going to have all these funds, these mutual funds, 401k funds, and all these different types of funds also coming in. I mean, the tsunami that's coming when people say Bitcoin, you know, can't make it to a million. Well, Abs, who was it that said you only need, what, 1% of Bitcoin to move it 100 grand or something like that? Imagine what what
0: Kathy Wood said is we need two and a half percent of the total float to be institutions to get us to a
1: $1 million Bitcoin. Two and a half. You don't think with every single institution, 401k plans in the U.S., can't drive, buy up 2.5% of the of the supply? Forget about it. We may see $5 million. Forget about it. As Johnny Crypto
0: always says, at the end of the day, we're showing you the game so you don't get played. And we That's have another great. article. We're going to close it out here with this one. Chainlink announces a new era with the introduction of staking. We don't need to dive too deep here. Jenna, I'd really love to hear some of your thoughts. They're offering 9% staking. It's going to offer new opportunities for node operators as well as the cryptocurrency holders. What are some of your thoughts on Chainlink overall and what does this news mean to you?
3: I think that that's great for Chainlink. They are, you know, an older company and not older, but they've been in crypto for a long time. They have some brilliant minds on the team. I really like Chainlink and I like what they're doing. So this is great.
0: Great. Sorry, I got caught up typing in the chat. But Johnny Crypto, we got a couple of minutes here and I'm really interested. We talk about Wadspay Pay a lot. Let's shift the conversation there. We got XRP Jenna. What are some of the things about Wad's Pay that catches your attention? And maybe tell people, because we're getting that question, what exchange they can find it on?
1: Yeah, so so I actually love Wadspay. Thanks to my girl Jenna there, who I saw it on her page one day. And I started, I was like, what the hell is this WDK? Let me look into this thing. So I started looking into it and I was like, wow, you know what? It has some potential here. So Wadspay kind of is working on... Uh, transactional pay-to-pay, you know, B2B, B2C, C2C type, type uh, payment systems around the world. But, um, I, the, and, and that's how they started out. And what I got really excited about was I always, first thing I always check is market max supply, coin supply. You know, in addition to like the, the obviously the normal stuff, check the back. The, well, so you check that first to see if it's unlimited supply. They have a fixed limit supply of a couple hundred million coins. So that means this market cap can go very, very high. And considering that we're sitting at seven cents, this thing could easily be a fifty or hundred dollar coin someday, right? If they if they do their if they get their shit together and they do it right. Second, you look at the management team. Their management team is stellar. They've got a and it's more of an Asian focused type play right now, but they have a lot of big players from big companies like Mastercard, uh, Procter and Gamble, right, working in this company. Uh, from so they got a stellar team they put together. And three, they know the problem. See, I love companies and I love investing in projects where. People have left the company to go solve a problem because they know it because they worked for the company, right? So they worked for Mastercard. They saw that the Web three, they saw that payment system is slow and, and archaic and wasn't designed to handle what was coming—the cryptocurrency type system. So they went and put the problem in place, right? A I, I solution in place. So I like that. And then so and then the fourth thing, the big part is they realized in the process of doing it that the front end of the system. Thank you, Arthur. We love you too. And we love our, we love interacting with you guys. And that's why sometimes we read the comments and we get caught reading it and we miss the question. So it's not that we're trying to be unprofessional, but we love engaging with you guys. And it's hard to kind of multitask all over the place. So if, if we Johnny, did that- we're reason
0: up. there's a reason we do
1: these live, right? It's because it's yeah. so much fun. So Yeah, but just to wrap this up on, on, on Wadspace. So the, the part that really turned me out that I loved and why I went into it was when I saw that they adjusted their game plan, when they realized that the front end, the PayPals, the Venmos, the cash apps all had the apps in place and they didn't need to make another app, which they did. They didn't make their own Wads Pay app. But what they realized quickly was the front end side is in place, but all the back end plumbing was missing. So to be able to make Venmo work and to connect to a blockchain and to be able to transfer and do everything in the back end with the coins, none of that plumbing was in place. None of it was designed. And Wadspay is quickly re- and they shifted gears that's a sign of a good management team that knows what they're doing. Because if I set up a business and I expect to go in this direction and I realize like, oh, fuck, I made the mistake. We're going there. And I quickly readjust, that's a good thing. If I stay on that same path because I want to be retarded or I don't want to adjust to what I'm learning, that's a bad thing. I don't want to invest in that management team. I want a management team that's smart, quick, nimble, and knows, hey, we messed up. We need to switch gears, right? That's impressive to me. And when I saw them make this shit switch and I realized they're doing the back end, and their coin is going to power the back end. And they're not going to be the front end competing with PayPal and Venmo anymore. They're going to be the back end supporting PayPal, Venmo, Walmart, and all these other things. I'm like, are you kidding me? This is a slam dunk. This yeah. is definitely worth doing what Andrew says. Take two to $500 and put it in there, right? So that's what I'm doing. I put a lot more than two to $500 because I believe in this one. And I believe in XRP, Jenna, and but I uh, but I like this one so yeah. yeah that's what it does. Johnny, as we close it out
0: here, I'd love to hear from Jenna. Jenna, do you have any comments on Wad's yeah. Maybe you can add to what Johnny yeah. said. Yeah, just do
3: do your own research on that, but. They're not saying too much about this, but they're also doing some AI integrations um, for retailers, right? Because they're going to accept Wads Pay, but they're also on the back end, like they're helping all the retailers with what consumers want and all of that. So they really haven't given too much, but definitely check around. There's some articles and some interviews out there where you can get some little bit chunks of information that make me even more bullish on this technology.
0: Awesome. Thank you so much, Jenna. And I want to say thank you to all of our special guests. We had another amazing episode. Thank you to Johnny Crypto. Thank you to the juggernaut, Jackie. And thank you to XRP, Jenna. It's always amazing having all of you. And it's so much fun doing these recordings. We're going to continue bringing you the most relevant and impactful crypto-related topics on a daily basis. 206 live listeners, smash that like button. it's like we always say, Warriors, rise. get the shit together, baby. Thank you for joining us.
1: Let's go. Don't forget the monkeys. Johnny, you gotta close us out here. Oh shit. Alright. Jenna, thank you. It was great. We'll have you on here. Back in.
4: Hey. In the house. Hey, thank you. It's a Please drive me Thank you, man.